Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast. This afternoon, or today... Uh, my guest is Mr. Marcus McAllister, and he's a chiropractor. So it's going to be interesting chatting to him because he's from, uh, I guess, Allied Health Professional is, is, is where what we would describe him as. And I wanted to include some of these people in the podcast, not just straight out PT, so that we could get some, some sort of cross-pollination discussion going on and, uh, yeah, understand a lot more about Allied Health. So welcome, Marcus. Thanks, Rich. Thanks. Nice to be here. Great to, great to have you on. I know... Uh, it's it's tricky getting getting our schedules aligned sometimes. So I've been I've been really looking forward to to doing this and just catching up. And uh, I guess I know you quite well because we've yep. worked together for a number of years. And and I guess that's a really good start. But um, there's yes. stuff that I still don't know. So it's going to be really useful for me to kind of fill in some of those gaps. Now, yes, obviously you're, you're a chiropractor. Um, and in terms of how that works, there's and correct me if I'm wrong. So there's some sort of pre-chiropractic qualifications that that you did, and I don't know whether that's required or not. And at yes. AUT, and then you go and do the full chiropractic qualification after that. Yes, yes. So it depends what level you got to at high school with your science papers. Right. And oh. um, I was fortunate that um, back at in school I did um, science papers in my fifth, sixth, and seventh form, which is yep. your um, uh, 11, 12, 13, yes, mm, 12, 13. Mm. and it meant that I could go straight into these level five papers, they call them at um, AUT or university, yep. so it's yep. just the first year papers, and um, yep. there was a certificate of pre-chiropractic that I could do, and um, that was uh, seven or eight papers, and you got a certificate of pre-chiropractic, so yep. uh, that, that was either full-time for one year, yep. or uh, I had a plan, and I was, um, I was working full-time, actually, I've got a I could go back to, I probably will go back to how I became a chiropractor. Yeah, um, let's but, do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but I don't want to lose track on um, on this part. But, all right. All right. Uh, but, but just to summarize, it's, it's a one year or you could mm. do it over two or three years um, uh, part time. And you do your pre-requests yeah. at AUT or Auckland Uni. And then you uh, go to the New Zealand Chiropractic College. Um, there's also um, universities in Australia that do it and um, universities in um, obviously America and, and other countries that yeah. do it too. Yeah. And, um, and it's four years full-time at the New Zealand College of Chiropractic. So, right. uh, so I, I did mine over six years. I did two years part-time. And then uh, did my my um, four years full time uh, and, yeah. and got qualified there. So it was a six year okay. um, course for me. Yep. So, yep. so yeah. So let's let's do that backtrack then. So what? Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, you you've been a sporty guy. So maybe even further back, you've you've clearly got sort of that um, active lifestyle as 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 what you do now. But um, yes. You've actually represented New Zealand in three different disciplines, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good memory. So, um, jet yep. ski. Jet skiing, yep. Jet ski. Water polo. Yes. And is there a track? Yeah, athletics. Yeah. Athletics. Yep. Yep. Yes. So, so well done. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and we didn't pretty talk about that at any stage in oh, the recent yeah. time. So that was well done. 
Um, yeah, so I, I guess my first, um, one of my first sports when I was young was athletics. And um, I, I did do gymnastics for a couple of years when I must have been seven or eight. It was just um, just a local gymnasium and, and yeah. used to go there. And um, then I, um, we used to do athletics as a kid. Our parents would send us down and there'd be two or three of my brothers and sisters and we'd all go down to Lindale Athletics Club and, and do that. And I, remember, I actually remember sitting on the, um, there's an oval outdoor cycling track there, Tarsia yeah. one. Uh-huh. And you'd sort of sit on that in the summer and be nice and warm while you waited yep. for your event and go onto the middle of the field, which was all grass. Yes. So we did athletics when I was very young. Um, and I continued to, continued to do that. And I was sort of, I don't know, a- average at athletics, you know, I did okay. Um, was not winning in, you know, not really winning things, but mm. just coming in the, you know, second or third or fourth. And, mm. and then, um, so I did athletics for that while. And then I got into cross-country running at intermediate school. So when you're about 11 or 12. And yep. um, I did that and I started to do quite well. So I got into yeah. the school thing and um, was come, I think I can't, at Glenmead Intermediate is 800 students and um it was quite a big intermediate school at the time and because i'm from from west auckland originally titarangi yep right and um sort of did well in that in that cross country so when i got to third form i i was um which is year nine uh for the people who yeah. <laughs> don't know the, the old forms um i i started doing athletics um competitively and i hadn't done any water polo at the stage which was my next sport and um did athletics and I did did quite well. So my parents sort of um, got me a coach out at Waitamata um, Stadium, and it was Ross Dello, um, uh-huh. who was um, I think he was pretty high up. In, I know he was high up in the police and um, really respected. His son um, was on on TV, um, Simon Dello. Simon, oh, that's, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to train with the other son Matthew, and and Ross was my coach. And um, right. anyway, I used to train out there, and I. And having a coach just made me, um, you know, more disciplined and and, and um, excelled. So I did I did athletics at high level. I went to um, the Pan Pacific Games in Australia as a um, fourteen year old, and it was their bicentenary year. It was their two hundredth year as being Australia in nineteen eighty eight, quite a while ago. <laughs> and um, and I represent New Zealand in the four hundred and, and the four by one hundred relay. Okay. And um, the I did a personal best every time I ran it from the month before I went to the games for the 400 meters. I think it was like an Auckland champs around a personal best, 53.86 or something like that. Mm. And then um, I ran PBs all uh, at every of uh, the heats, the semifinals and the finals. Wow, crazy. Um, so I came sixth after, yeah. um, after in, the, in the heats, only just qualifying for the semis. Yeah. And then in the semis, I was the ninth place for the final, nine lanes, and I came sixth. So I was pretty okay. proud of that. Nice. And as a 14-year-old, and then we ran the 4 by 100 and I ran the, um, I think it was the second leg, and mm-hmm. um, and our team got a silver medal. So that oh, brilliant. Was Fantastic. Yeah. Came back that. Awesome. Um, awesome. So that was the athletics. Water yeah. polo, yeah. I kicked off when I was about 14. So I was in the middle of this athletics stuff, and I did athletics right through to 19, and won Auckland Champs 800 metres, and did nationals, and um, did, did pretty well at athletics. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, did water polo from age 14 through to about 22. And um, in my sixth form, uh, when I was about 17, I, I was the New Zealand water polo goalie. And, right. um, and we did three test matches against Australia. And um, yeah, we, we lost one, drew one, and then lost the last one. Uh, Only just three, three test yep. series. <clears throat> yep. So that, that was that. I got into the yeah. New Zealand um, under-20 squad that went to the world champs in Egypt, but... but um, 
it was just the timing and cost. It was quite expensive to go to Egypt um, right. at, at that time mm. um, back then. So I didn't get to go, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, they had another goalie as well. So, so that was okay. Mm. Uh, and then uh, moving to the jet skiing, I sort of mm. picked that off when I was about, I think, 20. Right. And right. did it for about five years. Okay. And won the nationals in 1998 and uh, raced in Thailand representing ah. New Zealand. So it was kind yeah. of a whole different sport. Yeah. Um, and one thing I remember about the sports is athletics. I just find this quite funny. Athletics would always warm up for about an hour before a competition. You know, you would get there, you would be warming up, yeah. getting ready, stretching, run-throughs, drills. Everything was just really focused. Water polo was my sport where it was 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of, of preparing, warming up, that sort of thing. Um, and jet ski racing, no one warmed up. <laughs> I would turn up and I'd be like, I'd be standing at the back when they were doing a race briefing and earlier on. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm out the back doing my stretches, doing my exercises, you know, warming up the shoulders, the arms. Mm. And, mm. and everyone's just standing there, you know, <laughs> they jump on this jet ski and it's pretty intense for mm. about probably four minutes, maybe five yeah. minutes of yeah. um, full on. Mm. And no mm. one's warmed up. And it just, wow. just wow. Um, yeah, dumbfound me that these yeah. people would, would jump on these skis and not, you know, not, not, yeah, yeah. not prepare the body. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. 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 So definitely some rich sporting heritage. What? Um, how did that lead you into chiropractic? I know your brother-in-law was a big influence, but you know, what made you sort of go, right, this is the path? Yeah, really interesting. So I, I through my sports, um, mainly uh, I never really had um, athletics injuries. I never really did anything. I was, I was quite pleased about that. I, I used to run ones and fours and then 800s in my late teens, but mm. I never heard a hamstring until years later when I was in my 30s and I was playing touch rugby and it was just yeah. a minor tweak. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I think I've done pretty well considering I was a sprinter. Yeah. And, uh, but um, at water polo, I, I, um, I remember diving to my right and, and the ball, um, you know, I saved the ball and it hit me here. Yeah. It just walked my shoulder across a bit. Yeah. So I just yeah. tweaked my shoulder. Um, yeah. And I ended up going to physio, getting that done. And so it, I was at physios and I used to get quite tight in this upper back area because um, in water polo, you're sort of, you're, you're, you're using your hands mm. sculling really high mm. on the surface and you're, you know, you're using this area. So it's yeah. quite tight in the neck. So yeah. um, for that, I would, um, I, my parents sent me to an osteopath actually when I was young and um, yeah. I kind of worked, but it just, it didn't seem to hold. And from okay. what I know now, you know, it was probably, I was just, I was training six days a week, yeah. you know, so it wasn't, it wasn't that the osteo didn't work. I was just, you know, it was my lifestyle, mm. you know, um, mm. more so than, um you know, an inability to fix me, you know, because right. I, I know that um, there's lots of different ways of looking at things, but uh, both the patient or client and the, um, the healer have to both take participate in the healing. You, you don't just, um, you know, get someone to heal you, you've got to participate. Mm. So, mm. you know, um, and as a 17, 18 year old uh, or 16 year old, when I first went, I wasn't really participating, was I? I was just sure. wanting someone to fix me. Yeah. So, so I did that, and then um, when I was about, um, I think I was about nearly 18, and I met um, uh, my, my um, mentor for chiropractic, and he um, was um, playing water polo at the time, and he asked me to come and play in his social water polo team. Okay. So I, I, and I was playing for New Zealand as a goalie, and, and mm. playing social water polo, it's almost like everything was in slow motion, because 
I've been playing against, you know, these people at such a high level and social oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. fun. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, the ball would come towards me and the goal and I'd just be like, you know, <laughs> just, I'd just just gently pull it down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd go and play in the in the field, so swimming around and, and, and made, it, made it more of a challenge. But so right, I met yeah. my, my mentor um, for chiropractic way back then. And right. it took me a couple of years to get to him. And I, I used to have this rib, this rib discomfort through here. Mm-hmm. And um, once again, the osteo would, would, would help do yeah. some treatment at the front and it would definitely help and i went to this brother-in-law uh, his name's dr doug blackborn he's he's passed away 11 years ago actually okay. um and um he so i went to this this um chiropractor and, and he did something to my back yeah and i was like wow and it changed feels front. so much better yeah and, and i hadn't really liked the ribs coming around joining sure. the spine and and all this kind of stuff and um mm-hmm. so i thought that's pretty cool and and, mm-hmm. and over the years i was um pretty irregular going to him just whenever i was desperate i'd, I'd go along and, and and you know get adjusted and um he, he you know he, he's still my mentor my my inspiration not well he doesn't mentor me but he's my inspiration and i yeah i always look up to him and he was always had this ability to um know what to do and when to do it to, to right. help you know to fix me right so so um, he inspired me, and um, I remember thinking I'd love to do what you do. You you just mm-hmm. put your hands on me, and I feel better. And right. and and in my my career that I had other jobs, I was always helping people, but mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I saw this. Um, I thought hmm. I was in my twenties, and I'm thinking he's so good to be able to do what he did. And I, mm-hmm. I put it aside because I thought you know it's going to be like years of training, mm-hmm. rah rah rah. And I thought. You know, it's, it's quite a bit of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really feel like going back to school after I'd just finished school at, at age 18. Yep. I went right through to seventh form, got my, my A bursary, yep. did all yep. of that. And, um, you know, when I was 26, I was sitting down thinking, what do I want to do? You know, what do I really want to do? And I've, I've looked at some, I was working in IT at the time. Okay. Uh, I did sales for, for a freight company, Main Freight, Daily Freight mm-hmm. and Main Freight. And I moved into the IT um department i worked for them for 10 years before i started my chiropractic uh, studies okay and um i was looking at doing some courses in it and at the time they had a bit of a freeze on on you know external trainings and things like that at the company they're very good at doing trainings and stuff but it just happened that you know when i was thinking about new mm. training going further they had a freeze and mm. just thought i needed you know i want to do something and 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 i just i thought i'm going to be a chiropractor right and yeah Took me a year to get into a course, like I had yep. to organize everything and time it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and I went and did my two years pre-request while I still worked at Main Freight because I had a mortgage at the uh, time, so I yep. could keep working and, and earn. Yep. And um, I would, um, yeah, I'd do part. I'd, I'd be studying at night and going to work all day. Mm. And I did it over two years. So um, right, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Pretty lucky that that Main Freight, um, who was still associated with now, I have it. A corporate clinic in there. I've done that for fifteen yes. years. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, was, I was very lucky. They they gave me the time. They used annual leave a lot of time, but they'd also give me time off when I needed to um, go do a lab on a on a Friday at twelve thirty or something like Brilliant. that. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of great, great, great company. Yes. And, um, yeah, I don't think I'd be where I am today if it wasn't for you know the support I've had from Mainfred over the years. 
Yeah, it sounds like. So that was the original connection. You already knew them when you yeah. went back as a chiropractor to support them as in a yes. different function. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, so I've, heard, I've had an association with them for now 27 years at Main right. Crate. So yeah. um, mm. I, I mm. have a lot of respect for them and um, and I'm very grateful that I can and help help the team with the yeah. corporate practice I have out at Main Crate and, yeah. um, and, and their head office in Odoo. Yeah. 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 So, so, so that, that, um, brother-in-law was my mentor, mm. um, inspired me, got me into it. And, um, and I did the training and, uh, took, took six years. So I came out at age 33 and, yep. Um, yep. started, started practicing from there. Brilliant. Um, um, I've got a train of thought that I was going to follow on there and it's gone. Oh, yeah. So I'll come back to it because it was important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the I let's I mean let's let's go back to the main freight thing. I think um, okay. you can to maybe fill in some of the other stuff that you do um, in that that corporate space because I know you've done some talks and some presentations and a whole bunch of other stuff which you know that could be common to both of our um, our industries in terms of our the lanes that we're in. Um, oh, absolutely. It's um, what's the stuff you do with main freight and what are the other things that you've you've done. Yeah, absolutely, and and I and I guess um, you've broadened my thought process to um, I can explain it in a way that um, you know if people if, uh, if personal trainers are listening or mm, if people mm. in the industry want to get into a, a company, uh, I was lucky because I worked for them for you know ten years before yeah. I um, uh, before I finished my study. So yeah, I've done ten years with them and, and had a relationship, but um, so. I'm just thinking of the question that was how, yeah, how I got, what I do for them and how I got involved. Yeah. So basically, um, uh, I graduated as a chiropractor. Four months later, I, I put a proposal to the HR manager. I went to the top and I learned that from my sales days in the freight industry. There's no point starting, you know, uh, right at the bottom, so to speak. And I don't mean any disrespect, but, mm. but that mm. person will probably filter out what you're doing um, mm. and, and, and you won't get in the door. Yeah. So it's yeah. quite good to go to the top. Um, and I went to the top, not as in, not as in the, the um, CEO, but I went to the HR manager yep. and yep. said, hey, this is, you know, this is what I do now. And, and um, I already knew her, so that was okay. Yep. Um, and she said, you know what, let's give it a go. She had a holistic and, um, mm-hmm. view and, and um, you know, was, was um, into um, looking after the team and, and seeing what, you know, what could improve their um, productivity and, um, things like that. Yeah. So we gave it a go, and before you know, before long, um, I was in there. I was doing two days a week. I did that for about five or six years, and then um, the two days, and I, I did drop it down to one day a week after I had children. So yeah. that changed changed that. Um, but two days a week, and it was it was pretty busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be in there until about seven seven o'clock, seven thirty on a uh, Tuesday night was one of the days, and I'd go on right. a Thursday during the day. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, so I do talks for Main Freight whenever um, they had some of their meetings with the storemen and they needed yeah. to do some lifting courses. Right. And I'd get in there and talk to them. Um, and, you know, day to day, I, I, I would go in there and set up a portable table I had there. Um, they have these boardrooms in the head office and um, privacy was an issue. And I remember at the start, mm. we, because they're all glass screened uh, boardrooms. Yep. And um, at the start, I ended up, grabbing a um you know one of those fold up um concertina yep. type screens and, and yep. i had that up and it, 
it just it did look a little unprofessional it did the mm. job mm. but it just didn't quite look right it was a big one so it covered mm. you know we definitely gave the privacy yeah and it was only about three months later they um the, the um, branch manager at the Auckland branch just took the initiative and said hey we're gonna we're gonna put some curtains in there some blinds uh, yeah cool. you know, they would have been reasonably expensive and they put mm. them in and the blinds are still there today so one boardroom has the blinds yep perfect. um and on occasions I've, I've arrived there and there's been some pretty high powered people at main freight in the boardroom um and meetings and i've had to just politely knock and go hi and they, they know who i am and they yeah, said yeah, oh i'm yeah, so yeah. sorry to interrupt this is the only room with the blinds in it yeah you know? yeah yeah and they go oh look no problem and, Shift. and, and it's like you know a little old me to the branch managers and the, and the guys in head office sorry and they and they kindly move so i can yeah. put the screens down yeah yeah so, yeah good so you're adjusting so you're doing some adjustments as well as sort of coaching and teaching on safe lifting yep so that yeah. doesn't happen all the time the 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 manual handling or safe lifting um yeah. courses and things like that um but um you know i also go around and talk to the team about the ergonomics and mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm really lucky i know everyone i can i can mm. uh, I, I can walk around the office like i'm one of the team and, mm. and they make me feel like one of the team. I don't, I don't, I don't overstep my mark, you know. I, I don't work there, but but I've known them long enough, and um, yeah. Yeah. and I can walk around and I just um, you know, and I can just action like this, and they and they'll yeah. sit up or they lift the sternum, yeah, <laughs> yeah, lift the sternum, or um, you know, just just bring your mouse in closer and yeah. things like this, um, or you know, uh, quite a good idea if you lifted your monitor up and things like this, and and they'll and individuals will come and ask me for advice, and and there's no charge for that. It's just it's just I'm there and I we just mm. help them out. Yeah. Mm. So um, right. um and, and I'm very lucky with the setup at Main Freight that um uh, the team pay half and Main Freight pay half. Right, right. And and um and also the um the billing is done once a month, so I don't have to collect money every day. Yeah. But the idea was I could set something up that everyone in this in the team could afford. Yep. And um and, and they set up that way and, and my overheads are lower so I don't I I, I can give them a discount on, on the rate for this. um yeah and the receptionists do all my bookings and I just turn up and 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 treat the awesome. team so great yeah pretty, pretty lucky yeah so that's the corporate thing mm. uh, the thing I've remembered um, I wrote yes, it yes. down <laughs> <laughs> um, chiropractors are one of three people that can read X-rays is that right. Um, I know we are one of three. Um, yeah. I, I know we, we, we are one of them. Um, yep. There's the radiographers and radiologists. Um, right. okay. So a, radi a radiographer takes x-rays. Yeah. So you'll find yeah. radiographers in hospitals um, at the radiography centers. Yeah. Um, yeah. A radiologist um, is, is, can be a doctor, um, but can also be a radiologist. And they, they spend more years training and, and they right. can report on and read uh, x-rays. Yeah. A radiologist um is, isn't able to report on an x-ray so okay. if you ask them what's in the x-ray they, they're not not allowed to tell you okay because they probably know but they're not qualified yes. to tell you yeah. what it is yeah um yeah. and i'm trying to think who else can report on them um i'd say specialists yeah do that um yeah. and um and that sort of thing so part of our the the four years of full-time study um, mm. after the the one year of pre-request mm. over those four years we do two years of diagnostic imaging uh, and it's it's four semesters so it's it's pretty wow. it was one of the trickier papers because mm. there's so much to cover we had to know not mm. just the spine you know i had to know um tumors in the leg you know if, right if you, if you leg and um, um 
just um, tuberculosis, you know, yeah. in the lungs. You, yeah. You've got to be able to recognize cancers and yeah. all sorts of pathologies. Okay. So, yeah. so it's pretty full on. So that's mm. become the radi ra radiographer uh, and the radiologist. So, right. so right. both right. Wow, it's a lot. Um, um, I read on one of your slides that um, the amount of study you do is greater than a, a GP. There's, is it the, the same or more in certain areas that are much more? Is that right? Yeah, and I'm trying to remember where I got that from. So it was yeah. the slides I had at, um, at my uh, last practice, uh, my yeah. last private practice. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we do do a bit more study than, than, than GPs. Um, it, it, doesn't make us any better at, at being, you know, diagnosing, diagnosing mm. things like that. Mm. But then you look at the different subjects, and and I guess it would vary slightly from university to university. Yeah. Um, but but I'd say it's pretty equivalent. But I guess some of the distinctions were we did a lot more in um, diagnosis. Um, so we right. we did a lot in diagnosing because you need to know if someone's coming in and. Um, you know, they've got pain through the left-hand side of the chest into the jaw, down the arm. Mm. You know, most, most health professionals, I would say all health professionals are trained to realise that, that, you know, that the, the differential that you put at the top of the list would be heart attack. So you need yeah. to be aware yeah. of that. Sure. Um, and, and because they could have pain in the chest here in the rib, and they, they might have had um, spine, um, a rib pain or a spine pain there before. You've just got to recognise that there's a few other things that could mean they, they're yeah. uh, having a heart attack. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Lots of study, and um, and so you know, hence being a doctor, right? Um, you know, that's yes. yeah. Um, and the, one of the things I actually forgot to mention, but um, we do a lot of neurology as well, mm. and um, but but then on the on the other side, um, we probably do more neurology than a, than a GP, um, possibly, right. mm. but um. Because I can't remember um, the exact numbers, but it's all all pretty within you know within ten hours or twenty hours okay. of difference, you know, over and we're talking hundreds and hundreds of hours of study, yeah, um, over the six you know five or six years. Mm. Um, but they do way more pharmacology, right? Because they must yes. they know they need to know their drugs and, and what they're prescribing intimately. Yeah. Whereas you know our pharmacology was, um, I think it was just one semester. Okay. You know, one one paper on pharmacology. It might have been two. Yeah. Um, and we, we just need to know what, you know, if people are on drugs, what those effects will be mm. and, 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 you know, what, um, what, how that could affect how they're presented to us, mm. but, but also how could it, you know, how our, our treatment could affect them if they're on these drugs. Sure. Um, and, and, and we're talking prescribed drugs, but also we had to learn about recreational drugs too, mm. because mm. they could, they could have an effect on, on the patient as well. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. so GPs do way more study in that area than us. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess working with other other health professionals was was an area I wanted to to touch on and dig into a little bit because you know for for listeners for PTs who are who are out there and, and I've spoken to an exercise physiologist so you know they're they're slightly different to us um, and it was useful to get a bit of an insight into into her world um, but you know now we've got a bit of an insight into yours how how do you work with other health professionals and, and what are your recommendations in terms of I guess building that relationship but also maintaining it yeah it's, it's an interesting one um because a lot of it's to do with networking you know whether you talk relationships with health professionals um from a um you know gps physios osteos mm. acupuncturists massage therapists and and then you know the fitness side 
personal trainers, um, um, musculoskeletal therapists, and things like this. Yeah. So it's just it's it's a lot of it's who you know and networking. Um, yeah. And it's 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 not ideal. Um, I think years ago, I know years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago, there was definitely a push. I think from uh, a political um, side of things from the okay. top. And I think they were trying to get more collaboration across professions. Mm, um, mm. And, you know, it sounded all good, but, but in reality, it's really your network. So if, it, if um, I've quite often had a patient that we've had in common with a um, physiotherapist or with a personal trainer. And, yeah. and, and I'm happy to talk to anyone, you know, if there's a GP, a physio or a um, massage therapist that I need to talk to, I'll, I'll just give them a call. I'm pretty, I'm pretty accessible as, yep. as a health professional, I, I yep. think. Um, people can ring me, message me, email me, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll chat to them. Mm. But what mm. I find is it's quite hard to link up with these people. You know, like we talked about booking a time here. It's just mm. everyone's working at di yeah. different times and it's finding that time, um, mm. which is a bit of a challenge. Um, so often what happens is... Um, I'll give advice to, to the patient and I'll say, you know, th these are some things and I'll write it down or I'll just tell them depending on what, what they need. And then they can pass that on to, um, you know, their physio or their yeah. doctor or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I never presume to tell another professional what to do because they're experts in their area. So, um, you know, I'm always very respectful of, of mm. Um, mm. Other, other professions. Um, someone might say, you know, my massage therapist is doing this, you know, should they do that? And I'll say, well, you know, that can be quite helpful in some ways. Um, but, but you know, just talk to them about that. Um, yeah. As an example. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, I'm not going to say, no, don't do that. Um, and another, another thing that comes up quite often is people um, might come to see me for, you know, back injury or the neck's jammed up and they'll go along to another health professional and the health professional will go, no, don't go there, just come here. And um, mm. I've, always, I've always struggled with that because whenever I've had an injury myself, um, an example, I sprained my ankle very badly um, in 2007. And, um, you know, I was, I was having um, adjustments on it. I had physiotherapy a lot. Yep. Um, and I had some acupuncture on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, I had massage therapy, you know, and I, yeah. I, I, threw, I threw everything I could at it. Mm. I mean, I could have thrown more at it, but, but I believe those were the key things to get me right. And, and my ankle's actually, um, the left ankle was actually better than the right ankle. Oh, you know, really? Right ankle plays up on occasions, you know, because yeah. yeah. I'm now a trail runner. So you know, yeah. ankle, ankles are quite important. And, yes. Yeah. So, so, so I, I recommend, um, you know, um, health professionals collaborating together, mm. and and I don't believe someone should throw ten things at something, but mm. you know, to to an injury. But I think it's quite good to get a couple of angles on it. I really mm. do. Mm. Um, you know, because we all have our different training and our different experience and expertise. Totally. And you can throw different angles at it, and mm. and between two of you or three of you um as professionals you you can get a great result for your client or patient yeah absolutely i think that's good because you know you as you say different people will see things in different ways because they've got different perspectives and different trainings it's only going to be in the client's favor right it's only going to be a better outcome potentially for the client yes so if they can collaborate and work together for the best interests of the person they're working with that's that's kind of what it's really all about isn't it we've got to keep that yes client or that customer you know the focus of our attention and our relationships 
because it's all about them. It's not about ego. Yeah. Because, because yeah. That's that's what that's why you're doing what you do. Yes, exactly. For that good, for those and, and I think that's why it's really important to seek out the people that you you click with. You know, who don't have those egos and and don't try and patch protect. Um, yeah. You know, it yes. is about. Uh, working together for the best interests and best outcomes of the the client or the patient um, and some people won't allow that to happen well and other people we're you know are all on the same page happy days yeah. Um, yeah so I guess it's horses for courses isn't it in terms of how you build that relationship who you build it with um, some of those things might happen by accident you know you might get referral and you've never spoken to that physio before but for some reason that that person has recommended been recommended to you by someone else and so there's there's multiple parties involved. And so you end up sort of collaborating with a physio, for example, who you may never have contacted. And then, because this is what's happened to me. Um, yes, and you build, yes. you, you then end up building a relationship with that physio and go, oh, great. Well, look, you know, how, what sort of people are you looking for? What, you know, what's a, you know, how can we help each other? And, yes. um, and that seems to be a really good way to, uh, to, to build on it. Yes. And it does work mm. that way. And I've had, mm. um, I've even had patients come back because they've been to a, a surgeon for a you know a consult because they've yeah. you know got, got um, you know neuropathy which is nerve pain or um, feelings down into their legs from a low back um, say injury and yep. they've they've said oh the surgeon said I should you know I should find a good chiropractor and they said yeah. oh I already see you know Dr Marcus McAllister and he said yeah. oh, I've heard and, and a couple of these surgeons have said to these patients oh, I've heard of him yep he's he's Excellent. he's good. And it's like, uh, you know, I feel very, very humble because, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty well-respected surgeons or very mm. well-respected surgeons. Mm. And um, I don't know if they're just saying it or they haven't actually heard of me. I don't know. But, but <laughs> they anyway, might be. Maybe a couple of patients have mentioned me and he goes, yeah, I've heard of him. Okay. <laughs> but, it's, yeah. but, it, but it's quite good that they, um, you know, they, rather than doing the surgery in this particular patient's case, they, they said, you know, Go see a chiropractor or mm. go see a physio, um, mm. you know, to, to the patient. So it's quite good. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, well, I've, I've found it to be um, a godsend for me. I mean, I've put my body through the ringer, you know, reasonably firmly over the years. And uh, it's, I think, you know, sometimes you need a bit more treatment, sometimes you need less treatment. Uh, but I think overall, some sort of maintenance um is is an, an absolute no-brainer and it certainly worked for me and i was talking to a guy the other day who is a new client of mine actually who i think he saw a Cairo in the uk so he's, he's been in new zealand a few years but he went to one and had a really good experience and then moved to new zealand and has just his, i think he said monthly he's just consistently over you know 10 15 years kept seeing one and i was like good on you it works for you and you know there's there's some of that psychosomatic element but also there's definitely the physical as well yeah i um i have a bit of an analogy for patients who um because sometimes uh people who are maybe not uh, or anti-chiropractic or not so keen on chiropractic mm. um i'm not sure why but they might say to someone you know yeah once you go to a chiropractor you have to keep going forever mm. and and you know my, my answer to that is um no no you don't um mm. first of all um second of all it depends on the chiro some are very passionate about health and wellness and they really want you to mm. you get personal trainers nutritionists that are really keen uh, for the health of their clients so so you know you don't you don't just go to your personal trainer for a month uh, yeah that's or, right or three months to your nutritionist and and, and, mm. and then you're right mm. um, my my philosophy on this is you've, you've 
you've got to be able to do something you can sustain if, if it's one of your important things, you know, to um, yep. have a good nervous system and spine and mobility, yep. um, things like that. Um, or if nutrition is important or, or physical training is important to you, you need, you need to be able to do it in a way you can sustain. So if monthly is something you can afford and you've got the time for and, you, and you're getting results, um, that's quite good from a chiropractic point of view. If weekly is what, what you can afford and you've got the time and you feel amazing, um, you know, you go weekly to a chiropractor and same with your trainer. You know, you, you can't yeah. go six days a week for three months, lose all the weight, get fit and stop. You know, what, what was the point? And it's the same mm -hmm. in chiropractic. You know, you, you don't True. go three times a week for three months and then you feel amazing and don't go back mm -hmm. again. You, you're going to get more benefit for um, doing a sustainable thing with, with a chiropractor um, a sustainable thing with your personal trainer or, or yeah. nutrition. That's, that's my, that's my agree. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. Um, you've been in business for a while now. What, um, what sort of things have worked for you over the years in terms of, um, you know, staying in business, um, things that you do on a, a regular basis that keep, keep things rolling along, you know, what, what are the, what are the tips that you think um, would translate into um, other areas of health? Yes, um, into different areas of health. Yeah, how other health businesses could run. Yeah, um, yeah. So you've got to know. You've got to know your running costs. You've got to know. Um, you know where your expenses, where your biggest expenses are, and often it's your the rent of your building yeah. and your staff. So those yeah. are the two biggest, and then and then you've got other other ones as well. Mm. That's number one. Uh, it's not mm. number one. It's one of the ones. Yep. Um, secondly, um, you've got to love what you do. Mm. You know, I, t I turn up to work and I love what I do. You know, I had a busy, busy Thursday last week, busy Thursday this week and Friday, but Thursday was quite insanely busy. And right. Um, right. I finished and I actually felt energized. I was tired, really? but I felt yeah. energized. Yeah, I worked from um, last week it was from uh, about 12.30 till about nine at night, I wow. finally um, got home. And, mm -hmm. um, and this Thursday was still about 7.38. So um, I do an afternoon evening shift and just about energized. So you've got to love what you do. I think mm -hmm. that's another important thing. Um, what else to sustain your business? Um, so you've got, you've got to, and I learned this from my sales days back at Daily Freight and Main Freight when I was young. I, I, I did learn a lot from everything I've done, you know, um, because at the end of the day, when you run a small business, some of the people listening to this, they'll be running their own business. They'll be personal trainers, they'll be nutritionists, um, all sorts of people in the health industry, mm -hmm. um, and, and other people who, who are employed as well. But you've got to, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. You've got to... Um, that's okay. I've done it. Now you've done it. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so different people, different businesses. Um, oh, I was on such a roll there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's just it, it'll come back to me. It'll come, yeah, think of something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, it'll pop in like the X-rays did for me. Yes. So. Um, yeah, I got a bit lost there. Sorry. Okay. But, but, th but those are some of the things to sustain your business anyway. I'll probably watch this later on and I'll go, oh, I was going to say that. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So so what I can do is, um, you know, I, I always do show notes. So I put a few bullet points in the show notes, you know, so we talked about this, we talked about that. Um, here's a link to Marcus's you know, website. Here's a link to Marcus's Facebook yeah. page. Um, so, you know, if there's something critical, you come back to me and go, oh, I know what it was. <laughs> 
I can always slip it into the notes and um, oh, cool. hey, presto, you know, so we haven't missed out, you know. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's good. That's, that's, it's good. I think some of that stuff is is absolutely applicable. Oh, I've remembered. Excellent. Sorry to interrupt. No, so no. What I, what I learned from my sales days was yes. you, you've got to keep, if you've got a funnel yeah. and you've got your own business, what you've got to do is you've got to keep pouring new things in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you fill up the funnel with with opportunities. So it might be you go and do a, a talk to a business. Mm. It might be that you go to um, a market. I remember going to the market, Browns Bay Market, when I first yeah. started out. And okay. um, I'd spend all morning there and I might get one new patient. Mm. And you had to be there at five o'clock and, <laughs> you know, you couldn't get yeah. out until about two. And it was yeah. a big day for one patient. Mm. And that one patient can refer you 10 over time. Yes, yes. Or, or, or not. But you've got to keep pouring in these these things. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I do spinal screenings at businesses. I go mm. and um, do do workshops and things. Mm. Um, you know, no obligation, no no um, no charging. I'll just go in and just check the health of, of, of a team. You know, and 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 I'm just grateful for that. And mm. what I find is when you put it out there, mm. it just seems to come back. I remember one day I, I moved into my new um, business um, some ten years ago. And I walked the streets. It was about a year after I got there. I, I did it yep. several times, but I remember one particular day I walked the streets and I talked to businesses around where I worked. Yeah. It's sort of a commercial area. Yeah. And yep. um, no, no pressure, no obligation. I'm not a precious salesperson. It's just let's, you know, just meet people. I love meeting people. Yeah. And um, you put it all out there. And I remember mm. thinking, you know, it was a great day. We met lots of people. And I remember. I didn't really sign anyone up to just come and do a spinal screening, no charges, check spines of their team and answer any questions and do a health check and things like this. But the crazy thing was the next two weeks, the phone went off the hook. I think I got 10 new patients over those next wow. two weeks and none of them were from those 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 people I went and met. What? It was almost really? like, yeah, you, I, I just went out and did this thing and it just came back. And it happens Amazing. quite often when you get mm. you in the right space and you mm. start working towards your business mm. it just seems to start happening mm. or or either that or i'm just lucky i don't know but it just it just seems to happen yeah i mean the thing is i've experienced the same thing and and it's a bit freaky isn't it you know it's, it's yeah. a bit like the secret um yes. you know when you're when you put your brain into that mode and you start taking some action you get a reaction that doesn't isn't necessarily correlated to what you did, but it it but the timing is, you know, yes. um, and you yeah, there's there's definitely something to that. Um, I can't put my finger on what it is exactly, but uh, yes. yeah, and it's a it's a powerful thing, and I guess it's it's a nice reminder to kind of go right. Well, what's the next thing? What what do I need to do to keep putting stuff into that funnel? Yes. so that my brain is in that mode and i'm pushing forwards yeah yes and the opposite can happen too if you've let's say you've had a bad a bad week or a bad day yeah. or something personal is going on and yeah. you just say you're just in your mind you're not even saying out loud i you know oh, i'm just i'm just too busy to deal with this yeah and what happens is you get quiet you know mm -hmm. it starts getting quiet or people start mm -hmm. canceling their appointments mm -hmm. and anyone who's in a booking based system will, will probably know what i'm saying if they're a little bit aware of of, of that kind of thing there'll be yeah yeah, yeah. i've had times where it's like I've, I've not been in the mood and and it's really got quiet and then they have to switch their brain into i need to start getting some business going yeah. again you know yeah yeah, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm lucky i've been in this this business for, for quite some time because you know a lot of people you yeah. know i can often 
go places and I'll, I'll see someone I know. And um, mm. I have this thing, if I've, if I've treated someone once or twice, I, I generally, I, it sounds really rude, but I don't remember them. But if I've treated someone six to 10 times, I'll generally remember the face, I can't remember the name. But if I yeah. see someone yeah. over 10 times, and, and a, let's say over a period of an injury or something like that, mm. I even remember their name a lot of the time. So I'm quite, I'm quite blessed with that that but um, right. it's quite amazing how um mm. how that happens yeah mm. it's quite, mm. quite interesting but so you yeah you, you can't um put your mind the other way and say i'm too stressed and i'm too busy or else you'll, yeah. um, you'll, you'll lose you'll lose uh, momentum yeah. yeah it's a good lesson for sure um well those are good tips i appreciate those those are those are good They're, i like the universal universality is that a word <laughs> that, oh, that sounds good to me you know that, that <laughs> it's not it's not specifically chiropractic you know that could be applied to to anyone so um yeah no, yes, that, yes. that's great so thank you for that and thank you for your time it's been uh, it's been awesome catching up and finding out all those little bits that i didn't know so um yeah really appreciate it and uh, thanks very much thanks rich really appreciate it it was cool. good, good to chat Cheers. Right. And see, see you soon, probably. <laughs> Have a good weekend. See you. Cheers. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too. Cheers for now. <laughs>